G'day everyone and welcome to episode 517, Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, recorded on the 12th of January 2017, my first show back for 2017. How are you? Happy New Year, everyone. Hope it's uh, been a good year so far. We're, well, we're halfway through the month of January and uh, the CES is over and uh, not much has really come out of that. Not, nothing of note that I can think of anyway. But uh, yeah, look, we might have a bit of a look at that, see what was going on there. And uh, yeah, whatever else comes to mind. Got a couple of stories for you. There's not too much still happening in the world of tech, but you know, we'll, we'll do what we can. It's uh, We are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au and jump on there and get some uh, some hosting for your web page. Uh, or if you want to just do emails, you can just have a get a little account and just host emails if you want. Whatever you want to do, just uh, sign up, give us an email or whatever. You can contact me at glenn at aussietechheads.com.au. Don't forget our facebook.com forward slash aussietechheads and youtube.com forward slash aussietechheads where all the shows are video recorded. Oh my God, can you believe it? Video, yes, pictures of me and the crew on YouTube for your 65 centimetre inch TV delight. Welcome. All right, uh, don't forget the other shows, Aussie Max Zone, Obsidian Loft, Old Fart Geeks and Aussie Tech Security. This week we have William in the hot seat. How you going, Will? Happy Hello, New Year. Good, good, thank you. Uh, good show last week. Thanks for stepping um, in. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> I, don't know, I wasn't really there for it. <laughs> you were too. And uh, look, it's, it's getting a bit hot, so Will might melt away before the end of the show. It's, it's still like 38 or something here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, that's up oh, in the well, higher yeah, range. You know, like Chrome browsers decided, hey, I'm going to just shut down on you. Oh, that's it. Wouldn't be wouldn't be right if something didn't go wrong, would it? <laughs> there was uh, like just before the show, you know, the the obligatory Windows updates, and I got like a triple dose uh, this week. Like I did the update, did you know the update shutting down, the updates yeah. on the re- restart, and then when it loaded back up, I went to the power button and it went oh update and restart again. So I went, all right, well, I better do that just in case. So I did that, then loaded it back up, update, restart. I got a, I got a triple bunger. So I, I know, it's that. The, the, um, I have the same thing. I think I, uh, This week, I think I've had like three sets of updates. I don't know what's going on. They're pushing some sort of patch out. Yeah, I think there was uh, something going on. I never, look, oh, I'm sort of overlooking at what's going to be updated. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's updates to be had, uh, best thing is to go and get them. So go searching for the updates for the Windows. Uh, and look, while we're talking about Windows, I do have a Windows story. Might as well get that out of the way now because it is a Windows 10 story. And let me find it here. I guess I technically have a Windows story too, but it's carried over from last week. Well, we can do. We can uh, continue stories. That's, that's what we're good at, here. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is to appease all the privacy critics with a Windows 10 update. So obviously, people are up in arms. They don't like Windows knowing where you are and and all this sort of stuff. But incidentally, though, now call me uh, slow on the uptake. I was going to use a more more derogative word there, but I thought, hey, can't call myself these sort of type of things. But um, call me slow on the uptake, but I didn't know, <laughs> you know, on Google Maps, how the roads are different colours. I didn't know that that was traffic. Yeah. You would have known that, wouldn't you? Yeah, especially when it actually tells you congestion in the head and things like that. Uh, so, cool. Well, it might be different on the iPhone. I've been it for like three years. Yeah. And, uh, and also, I, I realised, then I started digging further. How does it know that the traffic's there? And then I know because everyone else is using Google Maps or Google or whatever, it sends little bits of info back to the mm-hmm. back to Google. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. 
Well, it's very smart, isn't it? It's very um, smart. Originally, I mean, originally Waze used to use Waze all the time because it used to do the same sort of thing. Um, but in the last couple of years, um, there's enough sort of there's enough Android users now that their phones just if you're using Google Maps um, will automatically, as well as giving the information to tell you where to go, it automatically mm. sends it back to say what the traffic conditions are like and. That's how it can be, like, it'll tell you, it'll route you, and you've got a few options. You can route the fastest, the longest, the quickest, you know, mm. there's different options. Um, and I always thought that was just giving you options of different ways to get there. Well, it does, but it also, if you choose shortest, it'll take you the shortest route regardless. If you choose uh, quickest, it will take you... Um, the way with the least traffic that will get you there the soonest. Mm. And if you choose fastest, it will take you on the average fastest speed route, so the highway way. So it actually has different options depending on what you want to do. Yeah, so the reason why I brought that up was because, like, well, with this story, okay, so Microsoft has announced that, uh, look, it's had a wave of criticism over the scale of all this data that's collected uh, just by default when you, you know, you load up your Windows 10. But they're going to do a Windows 10 upgrade, and it's called creators. So if you ever hear this word, yeah, creators. What the hell is that? Well, it's the next. What the next Windows update's called. So it's going to feature a new approach to configuring privacy and the like. Whereas you'll at at setup or on on first boot after update, uh, you will get the options or the privacy options. Now I think, look, this this I don't know. Like with the Google Maps, going back to that for a second, is like. You know, when you if you like, you go through your phone, and yeah, of course you're going to say to the computer or to your phone, yeah, don't track me. I don't want Apple knowing where I am. Don't do the. I don't. I want them knowing. I don't want Google knowing where I am. Blah blah blah. But then if you do that sort of globally, well, that's going to stop the info from feeding back from the maps. Whereas, I'd be that's okay. Right. For, I'd be it's okay for map. But it's not only going to reduce the accuracy overall. It's going to reduce your accuracy to get to where you're going as well because you're not giving it feedback as to where you actually are. But I, Yeah, but I'd be happy for Maps to give feedback. But so I suppose you, there must be, well, hopefully there's separate settings. Yeah. You know, so they can say, okay, can is Maps allowed to do this? Well, you can set it up so like when you're using Google Maps, it's a two-way street. Mm. Um, but normally when, but um, yeah, it's... It's yeah. actually really interesting. There's a. I'm actually just trying to find it now while we're talking. There's a. You can go to um, uh, Google.com/location-history, and um, it will literally um, show you. Uh, bring my screen up there. You can literally see every single place you've been in the last, you know, whatever period of time you choose to choose to say it. So. Every time you go somewhere, it brings up a hotspot as to where where you've been. Yeah, I wonder what mine looks like. So mine mine goes everywhere from basically, um, if I go, if I think I've had this phone long enough, no. On my other phone number, it goes all the way down to Victoria and goes all the way up to um, Bundaberg. <laughs> right. Well, so this I... one only goes from Evan's head. Oh, is it Evan's head? Well, yeah, I must. Sort of. I must have mine turned off because. So that's yours. I'm just going to switch across to mine. There's nothing there. <laughs> I've been nowhere. I've stayed in the room. But yeah, that's for the whole of last year. So I must have it turned off then. You must have. 
All right. Well, I don't mind doing that sort of stuff, that sort of stats. I might, I'll have a look at that because I wouldn't mind. You know, I, I, I don't care if Maps gets that data. But uh, look, Terry Myerson, the VP of the Windows and Devices Group, has said that many of you have asked for more control over your data, a greater understanding of how it's collected and the benefits this brings for a more personalized experience. And look, I've got a little screenshot here of what it's supposedly going to look like. Choose your privacy settings for your device. Uh, look, this Windows Creators is due out somewhere between March and June this year. So that's all right. Hopefully be just another free upgrade of Windows, won't it? That seems the way they're going these days. Yeah, they're taking... I mean, Apple was doing that for a while. Mm. Right up to the point where they then started forcing updates and that pissed off everyone. So let's see how long Facebook... Well, Windows has already done it, haven't they? Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, well, so it looks like free updates from now on in. That'd be good. Yeah, so that's what... Uh, that's my little Windows 10 story. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm going to have a look at my maps, I think, and uh, see what we can... See. I, want to, I want to populate this map a bit more, Will, for 2017. Yeah, yours is a bit, you're a bit sad looking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's see if I go back to 2015. I should just go all time. Was I on the radar back then? Not really. No. Let me, look online. Let, me go. Let me go just all time. See if I was yeah. ever on the radar. I've never been on the radar. No, I've been nowhere. Oh, well. You do all. All time. What is that under you? Yeah. Oh, there it is, yeah. Hang on, we'll go back to yours. Where's yours? So, oops. If I go all time. Nah, it still doesn't go down. Although, what's this one? Oh, where's that? We're out in the middle of Queensland. <laughs> what were you doing out there? God. Wow, that really is in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's, I know why I was out there. That's when you're on a melee, you got lost. No, no, I was doing a, uh, say, solar install out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> There'd be a bit of sun out there. That was interesting. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's good fun, that. And it's, I mean, even if you go, like, if I go today, even, you see, like, today I only went to work and back. Mm. You know, but, but my... Well, when I'm when I'm delivering, it's interesting to watch sort of this star pattern happening every day where I do the deliveries. Yeah, right. Yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so what happened? Did you get any tech goodies at Christmas? I know you got the new phone, which you don't like. You're gonna get well, rid that of. Wasn't a, that wasn't at Christmas. That was after Christmas. Well, my only real Christmas present was the actually. Give me two seconds, and I'll grab it. Because I've got something to show you as well. I'm going. Uh, I've got two things that I bought, and they both come from Aldi. But we're going to have a look at Will's first. Because, oh, he's spilt something. What's he doing? No. Oh, he's still got his headphones on. He can still hear me. Yeah, I can still hear. No, I. Uh, he's broken something. Just up and had a box full of electronic stuff. Oh, I saw this on your Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So I did actually get the. Where are we? This thing. The yes. Nintendo um, entertainment system, the mini one. How good is uh, that? Which is now. So you've been playing it? Well, it's really hard to play because it's got like a two-foot cord. <laughs> well, like, how do you plug that into the you, telly? Just through you, a... you you got to have... Yeah, but it's, it's all fine and dandy to have a, a three-meter HDMI cable, which I have. 
but you've got to power it by by mini USB. So you've also got to have a three meter USB cable. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it's so bad that whoever thought of that needs to be shot. Now I've got an actual original Nintendo control pad floating mm. uh, around, and the actual like I was going to do a review on this thing, but everyone else is on YouTube done it, so I don't bother. But the D pad, like the control pad, is brilliant it's really nice it feels exactly how you remember it feeling from the years ago mm. although i remember my black buttons here being chewed off and these ones aren't but you know um <laughs> who chewed them off will uh, uh, oh, um, okay. but, um actually i think i don't think they get chewed off i think it's because you sit there and play with them because they're nice and squishy mm. but yeah that cord is so annoying and the original cord is like over two meters long yeah the um, would... itself, like it's a cute little unit. It's um, no, there's nothing in there. Like there's probably just an integrated. So I'm actually going to open this and see what's in there. I think there's just an integrated circuit in there. There's literally no weight. Like all that weight is the plastic. Mm. Um, I, the only thing I wish they had have done was let that door open. And even if it was only to put like Game Boy cartridges or something in there, yeah, that would have really just made it made it thing. The one complaint I have, other than the, the cord being too short, the one complaint I have is the HDMI um, cable, and you would think Nintendo would know how to build these, but the HDMI output cable, the center rib, that where you actually, with, with the contacts on it, that actually collects the cabling, yeah. it's literally only just long enough. You've got to jam the cable in really hard, and if you happen just to bump this slightly, it loses connection. Yeah, right. So that's kind of a bit of, a, a bit of an issue. But yeah, so I, I got this, which is, you know, neat, good fun. I'm... Um, I do have a use for it. Um, I mean, the one thing that seems really strange, it comes with 30 games. Um, some of them are played, like obviously the Mario series and, um, you know, Kirby's Adventure and Zelda and Pac-Man, all those sort of things that, that I've played. Mm. There's a lot that, like uh, Dr. Mario, for example, and Bubble Bobble that I know full well I played, but I can't for the life of me remember. Yeah, right, right. Um, and then there's someone here that, like, they should just never have, like, punched out, really. You can't play punch out without the glove. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Mario is designed to be played with the little robot duties to sit beside you and help you open the doors. So it's, yeah, it's so pretty how, neat, though. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. How much, was, is, how much was that, do you know? She won't tell me how much she paid for it. I know they were released and then they were taken off and then a second batch come out. And I saw at one point Big W had them for about 149 instead of the original 99. Mm. Um, and I know this came from Deal of the Day because I saw the box. So I could probably go back and have a look and see what it was on Deal of the Day. If it was Deal of the Day, it was probably like the original 99 bucks because they're pretty good stuff like that. So, yeah, because I, I, the only reason I asked was because I wouldn't mind to, I was, I was thinking about, you know, just getting one of those old Atari. 2600s machines. Oh, they're awesome. I had I had one of those. They're brilliant. Mm, well, I just looked um, up on eBay and look, they've got this one here. Look, it's a flashback pack, and it's it's a it's 175 bucks. Sort of looks like the machine. And there's a bigger picture there. Sort of. It looks yeah. like it's a little. Oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of a crossbreed between the first and the second one. Yeah, but it's got a, it's built-in games. It's got 101 yeah. built-in, including yeah. Frogger. Plug and yeah, play. Are they actual Atari games though, or are they just rip-off games? Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know. It's got Atari Cricket there. Yeah, no, they are. 
yeah, what was that, Night Driver? That's an Atari game. Yeah, go but, up a little bit. Um, yeah, they've got, yeah, Atari. Yeah, no, they are Atari games. Asteroids. Yeah, but that Night Driver, didn't you have those paddles to play that? I oh. think so, yeah. Was that one? I think it might have been. Oh, you could play it with the joystick. Space Invaders. But it's all, it's all, what I was trying to find out with this particular one is I know you've got the, with yours, you had the HDMI cabling, but I wonder what comes with this thing. It just looks like plug and play on TV with AV, AV. cable. A lot of them are AV because the AV is easier to see. That's one thing they incorporated into this thing was they put three modes on it. It's got um, it's got stretch, which stretches it out to 16 by 9. It's got um, uh, true true factor or something. Oh yeah, which tries to emulate a square screen on a sixteen by nine. Yeah, and I think. Got, and then it's got a CRT mode. Oh. Which adds pixelation and adds ripples to make it look like you're playing on an old CRT. <laughs> All right, because I remember. Uh, um, Oh, I don't know what I remember now. I forgot. I, I flashed on the sun. I went to another screen and forgot what I was going to say. But I'm just looking for the, the, the if this has got a HDMI cable or what the hell. Probably not. It's probably about AV is easier thing. to um, to do. It's less less hardware intense mm. to an AV output as opposed to a HDMI. So the only thing with HDMI is HDMI carries sound, whereas with the AV you've got to have separate sound processing. So Yeah, right. Right. Know. Yeah, so look, there's a few... Preload with 100 games. What was that other one? Missile Command. No, it wasn't. That was like Moon. See, it depends on what you want to do. Now that I've got this, honestly, now that I've realised it's not quite as cool as... I mean, it's still fun, and it's going to be fun. It's going to get used. Um, but what I'll probably do, instead of buying another mini console, which there are some they've released, the Famicom one, they've released the Sega Mega Drive, um, they've released a few different... Um, a Sega Genesis, so they've released a few of the older consoles in a mini form. Mm. But uh, instead of buying 14 different mini consoles, I, was, I mean, okay, that'd be cool, but other than the fact it's going to take up a heap of room and you're going to have massive compatibility problems, I just, I just know that's going to be an issue. Um, I'm just going to do something like, um, if I bring up on my screen here, you can do basically a Raspberry 3 um, oh. you know, game emulator and you can you can 3d print um console covers and stuff like that to make it look like whatever you want um so that's probably what i'll do just purely based on the fact that at the end of the day you can have any game off any console you know the raspberry pi 3 will play up to um like playstation 2 games without a problem so you just need a 3d printer wherever you got one i've got one i've got most of one so i'll tell you what i bought i bought two things now, you have a look at this when I show you this. Look at Are this. Are still in the box? Oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of the box just tonight, just for you. Do you know what it is? Like a little Walkman. Yeah, it's a Walkman, yeah. Yeah. But do you know what's so special about it? It does the USB. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, you might think, why would I do that? Well, I've got all these... I've got all these tapes. It worked about twice. Yours? Yeah. Oh, look at all the scratches on this. Yeah. It's not even new. That's how they come. Yeah, they are. Oh, is it? It's just really bad moulding. <laughs> are you serious? It's got yeah, sc- yeah, probably exactly the same place as mine. Um, I got mine from Audi. Yeah. 
It's probably this. I mean, I think that, that was just in the mouldings. They're not a bad unit. Mine broke the belt after like the first hour of playing a tape. So yeah, I okay. Place the belt in mine. Um, <laughs> well, it was only fifteen bucks. The transfer works really well. Oh uh, yeah. You do have to, one one thing to, and a lot of people might not realise this when you're copying VHS or audio, you know the older formats that are lower, um, lower sample rate. Make sure when you copy, you copy it at whatever sample rate you're copying it from. So I think tape off the top of my head tapes um, 196 bits or something like that. Right. Okay. Could be, wrong, could be 128. I can't remember. But whatever you're copying from is what you want to set your bit rate at. Because if you oversample it, you end up actually just adding noise and adding, adding yeah, white noise to, and, and, you know, pixelation and stuff. Yeah, right. Um, but, well, yeah. And also, um, uh, oh, what's it called? I can play blank. What's the... Well, uh, Audacity. Oh, Audacity yeah. has amazing filters to clean up the audio. I don't, don't particularly care about that. I, look, I just had some old tapes from, you know, from whenever, when I was a kid. I don't know even if they work. don't know what's on them. Um, probably not songs. I'm just hoping that there's some record. Because I used to roam around the, the house when I was a kid, you know, just record and everything. Yeah, I used to be the DJ. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, so, you know, just yeah. see if I might, might have got some uh, interesting conversations. Any, all my old tapes, I don't know what happened to them. They went away. Yeah, I've dragged them from place to place for the last 30 years. So um, <laughs> it's time to get rid of them. One thing you can do if they don't, um, if they actually don't work, uh, obviously the, the, they're magnetic. So over time, the magnetic does, the magnetic material does break down. There is a trick, and you have to look up online exactly how to do it. But effectively, you put them in the oven at like 80 degrees or 70 degrees or something, right? And it reheats the film on the tape and, and remagnetizes it. The only catch with that is you only get to play it once. Right. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it completely destroys the tape. So well, I'm glad you clarified. Sure, yeah, you've got to make sure you copy it. Mm. Right. So, um, so that was fifteen dollars. That was that's not too bad, you know. So if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, they no. work. They, they work fine, just as long as you don't. No great. Well, I think what happened with mine. I think I, when I left the room, was instead of hitting stop, I think I paused it. Right. Which just um, stretched so it I, out. Two days and <laughs> <laughs> stretched out that old rubber band that's in there. Now the other thing I got from Audi was a um, one of these, a three sixty camera. So that now one. you'll need to tell me what that's like because I haven't had a chance to play with those. A friend of mine got one, but I haven't had a chance to play with it yet. No, well I haven't played obviously played with it either. There it is, still in the plastic. Mm. But uh, look, you know, like you go onto the web page. It's called a, it's a cocoon, it's a 360 yep. degree camera. You go on the web page. I've got a video there, hopefully taken with that camera, and it's not bad. It's all right. See, so, it's everyone complains that the quality of a 360 camera is low. It's not that the quality is low. It's the fact that it's doing such a big area. Like there might still be a 4K camera in a total resolution, but you're covering such a massive area with it that it looks like it's a 360 camera by the time you know 360p by the time. It, by the time it gets to the end of it because it's just spread out over such a large, large area. Yeah, well, look, I've got the video here. I'm going I'm to play I don't think there's any sound to it. Let me have a listen. Oh, it's just music. Okay, so let me... I'll restart that and we'll play. So this is the... Oh, the 360 camera footage. Yeah, so obviously they've 
bung that into the drone. Yeah, click, grab your mouse and look around. Oh, oh, it goes full screen. You should be able to just click and scroll. Hang on. Oh, I could the other day. But this is on the... Can I do it on the YouTube version yeah. of it? And why can't I click and scroll? I don't know. You've broken it. Well, maybe... I have scrolled. I'm up in the sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm back down on the earth. There you go. How good's that? So, you can see that gap there, obviously, because where the two cameras meet. So, it's never going to be 100% seamless, but... Not too bad. Yeah. Look, it's probably not as reactive because I'm, uh, re I don't know, recording and chewing all the... But, yeah, it's not too bad. Look, that's probably that's, that's the worst demonstration in the history if, of demonstrations. If you, said, if you look at the quality of it, you'll see it looks like it's only about 360, but that's just purely based on the amount of data it's trying to trying to capture. Mm. But, look, but from all, you know, that's, that, sounds, that sounds all right. Like, we've got... Let me read you some of the specs here. And so this was, uh, price-wise, was 199 so it's not bad. It's a 10 megapixel, 2 times 5 megapixel sensors. It's a 1920 by 960p. So probably not right up there with full. But, um, well, that's, yeah, that's about what you'd expect out of those. So. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, Built-in microphone. You've got to put an SD card into it up to 64 gig. Uh, battery will last you one hour. Uh, and it weighs 105 grams. The only thing that would have been cool is if they had a Bluetooth on it or a Wi-Fi on it so you could control it with your phone. <clears throat> oh, you can do something with your phone. You can buy... They also had VR headsets. Aye. So you can put it in VR mode as well. Yep. Now, here we go. So, uh, VR mode. So, film your world in true 360 degrees with a Cocoon Virtually Reality 360 camera featuring two ultra-wide lenses. The camera captures every angle in every photo or video. Built-in Wi-Fi allows you to preview your footage on the go on your Android or iOS device. Okay, that was cool. Playback recorded footage to make sure you captured the perfect shot. You can preview in VR mode with a Cocoon Virtual Reality headset sold separately. Use the included PC software to convert and upload your videos to YouTube and share with the world. Never before have you been able to capture every moment at every angle. I should have got that for free. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but So we'll give that a shot. So yeah, we go. Yeah, let's uh, uh, give it a good play with and see what it's like. Hmm. So, so my, my, drone, it'll carry it around. Yeah, I saw. It, no, I got it. There was a. I heard about a. There was some uh, a, a drone shop in Melbourne got robbed. Not really. They took all their drones. Yeah. Robbed by some drone. Some drone took all the drones. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, what was what was your story you had, Will? Uh, I got a couple of stories, but um. The, for the guys who were watching last week, I was talking about getting a new phone and what I was going to do and what options I came up with. Put up settling on the Lumia um, 1020, which, as I discussed last week, is a Windows phone. I've never used a Windows phone. I bag it out all the time. But, really used it. <coughs> but it's Windows 8, you were saying. It's Windows, yeah, Windows 8. Um, look, the Windows 8 interface actually isn't... It's pretty decent. It's nice and fast and snappy and... Scrolls around nicely and does things you'd expect it to do. Will, will it run? Will it run ten? Um, they don't recommend it because it nerfs the camera, which is the whole reason mm. you want this phone. Right. It's, it's got the forty-one megapixel camera. Um, the clarity and the detail that this camera has is just insane in both or, um, in both videos and in photos. Um, 
it like oh, actually I've been, oh, when, when is this a sharp I don't know how well this will show up on um, on uh, my screen but I'll just quickly load up I actually did a test recording I had I had this camera and I had my um, my note 3 and I walked around and recorded the same footage on both of them um, and you can I'll just uh, bring up a bit of a one of the videos here. I'll switch to the screen, and you can actually see up in the sky. It's probably a bit hard to see on the video, but you can look up in the sky, and it was a fairly cloudy, overcast day. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the blue sky in between the clouds into yes. the sea. Yes, you can. Um, whereas if I load up the same video that came off my Note 3, um, you'll notice in the same sort of um, in the same sort of framing. It doesn't have that sort of reciting up now. So why would why did you get a phone just for the camera? Because so you just want to take some photos. You can see on this one here, this is the same mm. scene, and the sky is just white. Yeah, it's like the sky is more illuminated or something. Yeah, there's, it's just white. There's no detail. There's no clouds. There's no. It's just all white. <laughs> so you can see the difference on, on how it works. Um, the reason I got the camera was because I want to get back into YouTube videos and I do have my, I've got a GoPro Hero um, 3 and I've got a really high quality um, Sony, Sony Handycam. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem I have is you don't have, always have that on you, obviously. You more or less have your phone. Yeah. Um, but with the Note 3, every time I switch the video from the Note 3 to something I've recorded on the camcorder, there's a huge degradation in video. Right. Um, it's really obviously notable what I've recorded on what device. And also the audio is not great on the Note where it is on the camcorder. Whereas with this, the video is every bit as good as what the camcorder does. And the audio is almost as good. And the photos are actually... Uh, some of the detail in the photos of these things is just ridiculous. So how old is that phone? As in... um, about three years or so. Right. So um, This what... one's brand new. This was a new, a new one. Yes. Um, but why wouldn't, say, why wouldn't Windows have brought, fixed up the issue with Windows 10 so it would work on that phone? Or is it... Because it's a three-year-old phone and that's mm, Not that. worried. Yeah, right. But my biggest complaint... Well, I've got two issues with it. One is the battery life is atrocious. Mm. Like Dad said, it's about 20 minutes of video recording and the battery's flat. Yeah, right. Um, and it's a brand new battery. I replaced the battery, put a brand new battery in it. As you um, do. And the other issue I have is it just does not have... I mean, I really wanted to use it. I thought, okay, it's great. I'm going to carry it to me in my daily phone. Not a problem. Mm. I've managed to figure out how to sync my contacts across from Google, so that was okay. Yep, yep. Um, and then I went to install Chrome so that I could copy across all my bookmarks and all my passwords and usernames and stuff. Yeah. And you can't. Um, right. Okay, so I can kind of live with that. I can figure out how to swap. We could do LastPass or something. Yeah, okay. So I can do that. Mm-hmm. Except I can't access my bank on it because it doesn't work. Mm. Um, I app for it. Um, I can't use um, Blockly on it doesn't work i can't do much at all actually the facebook app is crippled <laughs> oh, i don't geez. have messenger 
But that's what like Windows on the phone was like for years. It probably still is. There's just well, it still is. Works. There are no apps available for it. It's just atrocious. The mm. the email it's a, like a crippled version of Outlook Express. Um, mm. It's just pathetic with trying to use Gmail on it. It's just atrocious. Because mm. yeah. um, it's think... not so much I'm fond of the and I mean I, I use Android infrastructure. Look. It has problems. It could be fixed the same as any operating system can be, but at least they try. The Windows one, they, you can tell. They developed it and went, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was it. But look at the and, store. Like, it's been broken. There's nothing there. It's all hubbledy bubbledies and higgledy well, piggledy. And even nothing... the... And I can't connect to the store right now because this current, the Windows store is currently unavailable. <laughs> um, I was going to connect and show you. But even the camera app, for example, um, that it comes with, it comes with the basic Windows camera app. The thing is Lumia, the Lumia, whoops, he says as he takes a photo. The, the, <laughs> the Lumia actually has a special camera app to take advantage of the special camera it comes mm, with. Right. But you have to install that. And then once you install it, you have to uh, figure out how to access it because it doesn't come from the menu. And then once you figure out how to access it, you, you could then get... have to figure out how to change the default programs because it's got a proper, it's got an actual camera button you press. Right. You have to figure out how to change it so that when you press the camera button, it loads up the, the Lumia one and not the default Nokia one. You could get a case that could hold two phones. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, the, the, I've still got, I've gone back to my Note 3 as, as cactus as it is. Like, it's bad. Like, the internal speaker has, oh, the earpiece is gone. Mm. Um, and I've actually dropped it that many times that the autofocus lens doesn't work anymore. Um, oh, dear. But I'm going to get, the, the, the phone I was originally going to get was the Zoomy Note 4, um, which is what I'm, I'm going to get. I really wanted this to work because the camera is just, Good. If I could use this camera on any other device, or I could figure out how to put a different operating system on this, I would keep this phone regardless. Well, you get just you just chuck it in your glove box or something. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. keep I'm gonna keep it as a as yeah. a really really good quality camera because I can throw it in my selfie stick mm. that on a tripod and use it as another as another camera. Like it's that good that I'm I'm gonna keep it as. as, mm. as well, well, we're talking about hidden secrets. Just not usable as a phone. No, that's, that's unfortunate. But talking about hidden secrets, then this uh, this little article came through this week. There's in some MacBooks there are hidden coins. Now I oh know that just sounds wild, doesn't it? It's <laughs> it's wild. But look, I've got a couple of images here for those watching on the uh, on the old uh, YouTube's. There was there was a video. Let me let me start at the start here. So there was a coin found recently by a, a user, Imgur, who is a user at Greetees or somewhere, found a United States penny wedged under the cover of his MacBook Superdrive. So how do you like that? So <laughs> there was actually a video posted also back in 2010 from a Greg Kilpatrick who had managed to get inside his MacBook Pro and find a quarter inside of his optical drive. 50% of those who commented on the post had claimed they'd experienced something similar. But none of them explained why. Or how, why. And there's another picture of the coin. 
it's just a it's a wild story, isn't it? There's uh there's been uh, similar incidents in 2013, 2016, of users finding coins inside of their MacBook machines. The, the confusing and funny thing is that the coins are of a different denomination and actually of different origins. Yeah, they're American or Canadian coin, not Chinese. Yeah, and have been found in an array of different MacBook models. So it looks like they might be, the way that they're positioned in these little photos that I've got here might be just there like to stop the vibration or something. But isn't it wild? <laughs> so before Apparently, you... um, I'm just reading what can happen, it seems... The, uh, the likely explanation comes from the stowing of a MacBook in the backpack or a, back, or a bag of some description with loose change. And the loose change from the jostling of daily carrying migrates to the SuperDrive oh. on the right-hand side of the keyboard. Um, oh. Jonas, who claimed to be a former Apple store genius co-worker, said his fellow technicians often found random items inside MacBooks and 90% of the time it was the result of something coming through the optical drive and sitting on top of the super drive. Apparently, it, when the optical drive grabs a disc, the hub depresses downwards. If a coin falls inside the optical drive slot while the hub is depressed, i.e. a disc installed, it can slide through the round hole and um, the hub retracts where it locks it in place. Wow. So apparently that's what's happening. Apparently it's coming through the... Uh, yeah, through there and, and jamming in the in just that particular spot because it's a depression where it actually gets locked in when a disc opens. Well, the, the phenomenon might have might be ceasing now because they've got rid of optical drives. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but if you've got, a, if you've got, an, if you've got an optical drive MacBook, before you throw it away, <laughs> open it up, you might uh, find 20... It must be the Illuminati. Yeah. It's might... the Russian hackers. That's Oh, the Russian hackers, of course it is. <laughs> they've got their little Russian currency in there. Definitely, if you got a if you got a MacBook, Russian hackers are investing them. Now talking to, talking about Apple, you know their spaceship campus they're building over there in wherever it is, Palo Alto. There's uh, it's that's uh, covered in mud because <laughs> because not 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 literally fully covered in mud, but there's been a lot of rain over there in California, and all the dirt that they've had inside the. The, the campuses of, I'll show you, if it goes on video, it's a big circle UFO-like building. That's what it's going to look like when it's complete. And like a massive, massive building, very beautiful building. Like, it's, it's magic. Um, last year, Tim Cook reportedly told Apple employees that the company planned to start moving into the $5 billion campus on the, uh, in January this year. Now, if I can, before I keep blabbing on, I want to, there's a video that I'm going to get for you guys on the, the YouTube, and if you're not on YouTube, you can search it. It's someone's driven, well, not driven, I suppose, do you drive a drone? But someone's um flown, drone. flown a drone around the campus, and I'll show you, it's very, it's pretty interesting as I talk. Uh, yeah, so landscaping and interior work started, but there's still a lot to do. So in October, Cupertino updated his updated its public yeah, construction. Speaking of drones as an ad, somebody doesn't use AdBlock. Yeah. Uh, schedule. Does AdBlock get rid of those ads? Yep. Hmm. In October, yeah, they updated the public construction schedule for the building. Currently, building and construction is supposed to wrap up first quarter of this year and landscaping in the second. Uh, yeah, but have a look at this drone video. Go to YouTube, search for Apple Campus second or Apple Campus 2 January 2017 construction update 4K. He's got nothing on the uh, Tesla Mega Factory though, the Giga Factory. 
Yeah, well, I think that I think that that video actually follows this one. Yeah, the Gigafactory is just insane. Mm. But speaking of um, of YouTube, um, I watched an incredibly finally one of the YouTube's uh, reasonable. He's not super huge or popular, but a reasonably popular YouTuber finally released his uh, income and his his hits, and he he released his metrics. Right. Um, I'm just trying to remember what his name is. It's his Vex, but he's not the Vex that I know. Is a different Vex. Vex. <laughs> um, but he. Um, what he did was he actually walked you through how much um, money he actually makes on his YouTube videos, and he literally showed you his dashboard and everything like that. Mm. Um, and over the five years or whatever he'd been on YouTube, he was a reasonable. Um, I'm just trying to go into my my history and because I wonder, like, because normally all these things are for whatever reason are just closely guarded secrets, and you know, yeah, if I tell you, I've got to kill of, you. It kind of bugs me to a point because we make a YouTube or a YouTuber. We, we effectively get that money every time we watch their ads. We mm. that money. Well, you don't. You got ad blogger. No, no, I don't. I only do that um, for the show, so ads don't pop up. But when I'm actually watching YouTube videos, I disable ad block because, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're, you know, they're putting content up, they should be getting paid for it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's Vex. V-E-X-E-D is the, um, is the guy who did it. And he put, he put his actual statistics up about how much he earned. And he says the same thing. He says he doesn't understand why YouTubers don't do it because as far as he's concerned we're the ones who pay him effectively so we should know what they're being paid um now when that video um first went up at that particular point he had like a hundred thousand subscribers um and mm-hmm. his heart his biggest video had like 125,000 hits or something this particular video has now got three and a half million hits and he's got 350 subscribers there it is um, there so what he actually did in a tongue-in-cheek in a tongue-in-cheek sort of follow-up to this video he actually released another video and he says the video is how much money did i earn on my video about how much money i earned <laughs> yeah right it would have been quite a bit and, i'd imagine well he'd earned in his entire youtube career he'd earned by the way that's not him he's talking about that guy so that's nothing oh um, right. In, in his entire YouTube career, he'd earned $24,000 over like five years or something. Even with the three and a half? One video alone, he earned $20,000. <laughs> so on the video explaining how much money he earned, mm. he earned more money than he earned his entire YouTube career. <laughs> well, you want to make it some more out of that. So, but, and he said that he had this really interesting, and this is something for YouTube content creators who you might want to, um, think about becoming verified so that you can put ads on your videos he had a video up um it was called three i think it was called the three the three famous deaths um on youtube or something like that live on youtube or some such three something like that i can't know exactly what it was called um but what he did was in the first like 24 hours that video was up it had this massive increase 
and it constantly just kept going up and up and up and, and Google was pushing it more and more and more and YouTube was pushing and it was coming up in search results, it was coming up as recommended videos and then he pulled the ads, he disabled the ads and literally within that same hour of, his, of him disabling his ads, it went from something like, I can't remember the exact numbers, he's got them in the video, but it was something like 25,000 hits an hour or something mm. to almost zero. Yeah, right. Right away, because the second he disabled ad revenue, YouTube was no longer interested in promoting his video because they weren't going to make any money because they make 40% of the ad revenue and the, and the, the um, person doing the videos makes 60. So it's the, it's the second he disabled his ads on that video, yep. they were no longer interested in promoting it. So his, his views dropped off. So he's exposed at all. Yeah, um, he's actually he's put his pants down and exposed it yeah, himself. But what it means is, if you're a content creator, mm. it will be in your best interest to um, verify. Best interest to make sure you have ads enabled because if ads are enabled, YouTube will try to promote the video to make people watch it. So it's like, also interesting how you watch the metrics. Um, in that particular video and the average video watch time on his videos was whatever it was 13 minutes or mm. whatever his average watch time was across all his videos mm. and then this one video which was only five minutes long once he in the part of the video where he says how much he earns which is like three minutes in yeah people turned off the video so his metrics for paper well, pay-per-view effectively. So the amount of people watching versus how long they spent watching versus how many people have clicked on the ads yeah. just went nuts because all these people were only watching for like two or three minutes. Mm. And everybody then, because he was explaining how ads increase his revenue, his, everybody who was watching the video was clicking on the ads as they were coming up. So <laughs> his, actual, uh, his actual monetary value per view mm. Specifically per second of viewing, absolutely skyrocketed. It's a really interesting video. It's like a five-minute video, and then the follow-up one's like a four-minute one. Um, it's definitely worth watching because it's really, really insightful um, to see how it affects. I mean, he's only a modest, a moderate YouTuber. He's only got a couple hundred thousand subscribers, which these days is just a, a bought, an entry-level YouTuber. Like you know, I've got a couple of hundred subscribers, so yeah. I get like a hundred bucks a year in. In you know, I'm, I'm happy to tell people I get like a hundred bucks a year, which works out to about <laughs> you know, probably 10 cents a minute for the videos I put up. But, um, you know, it's good to see an actual YouTuber give actual figures based on, on the rally. But it's going to be interesting to see, um, how long you, the, that sort of it's interesting if anybody else follows follows that procedure because because mm. I know like things are just you no know, secrets you know <laughs> they're closely guarded well, now but then it makes you think people like PewDiePie for example which I cannot stand I hate the guy um, but you look at his you look at his YouTube channel and you can pick almost any video he does okay the guy's got um 52 million subscribers oh, yeah and even his absolute worst videos have got over four million hits on them but who do you, right. do you how often do you click on an ad on youtube if they're from my 
favourite YouTubers. Well, you click. Actually, I, quite, I quite regularly will. You get paid for the first four seconds till you can skip. Yeah. And then you get paid if they continue to watch that ad till the end. And you get paid a different rate if they click on the ad. So there's actually three different pricing structures. Depends on what happens. If they've got ad block, they don't get paid at all. So if you click skip, they, you still get some mm. return, but not as much as if you watch that ad to the end. And if then if you click on it, you get more. So with the ad blocker, you think that'd be a good little function if you could put into it what sites you don't want the. You can. I do hmm. YouTube's blacklisted on mine. So as I right. said, like um, I only I only disable that during. The show so that when I click on a video I don't get mad. But the rest of the time it's enabled, and I always I always allow ads on my videos except from people like PewDiePie who I can't stand. But my point was that this guy's got 52 million subscribers. His worst videos he ever makes has got over four million hits. Mm. Now he's crying poor on a regular basis. Sure. Working. working out on this theory, this guy's got to be getting something like $16,000 a day, absolute minimum. Yeah, right. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, he's not... Why would, yeah, that's right, because he, he, he ditched his channel or he threatened YouTube. He, I'm going away. No, that was Twitter. Hey? Another? Yeah, no, it started with Twitter. And, oh, right. But anyway, it's, it's, a good, it's a good time for me to mention the Castaway Podcast Awards. Yes. So uh, jump on to Castaway Awards dot com dot au forward slash vote so you can vote for unfortunately just one podcast as the most popular podcast in all of australia that's not that's not categorized are you guys up there i don't know we should be if we're not we better be (laughs) i think uh if we're not vote frosty tech yeah so look Castaway awards there they are now yeah get on and vote aussie tech heads we've got we've got to raise those numbers that's poor. And uh, the Aussie Tech Security, it's not hard. Just click on the number and you'll get another little vote out of it. So um, castawayawards.com.au forward slash vote. Let's have a look for... Look Don't at type in Cataway Awards. It doesn't work. No, I think... Uh, you, well, let's have a look, see if we can find you guys. I don't think we're on that. I don't know if we submitted, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think you might have. I think Obsidian Loft did. Oh, I'm, pretty, okay. I'm pretty sure... I know we're going to. I just don't know if we'll actually get him or not. Oh, if not, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to him. So, where's... Uh, okay, so vote for a podcast. There we go. So, we're going to vote for a podcast. And then the website crashes because there's too many people on there. <laughs> what? Did you crash? Yeah, no, I think it's just... just... The but... problem... See, I'm still using... Even though Chrome 64 actually has a stable variant now, I'm still using Canary because I like a few of the features in Canary that's not in the full one. And occasionally... It's, uh, yeah, it doesn't quite. Looking for a cheap laptop? You've come to the wrong place. <laughs> you oh, should you yeah, should be at Kogan. <laughs> so, uh, $570, Atlas Ultralism. The new Windows laptop to challenge the MacBook Air. Ooh, I doubt it. There are two models, the Ultra Slim and the Ultra Slim Pro. It's inventive. The, the latter one is priced at $799. Both models feature Windows 10 64-bit. Have a six, six, what? Have a six? I can't even work what that says out. What that means? I don't know. Have a. I'll tell you what it says. I'll, 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 it says have a six hyphen thirteen point five millimeter wide aluminium body. Yeah. Is that six to thirteen? Six thirteenths. Oh, is it? Yeah. Six. It's 
well, six twelfths would be half, so six thirteenths. It's it's imperial. Okay, no, it's millimeters. Why? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, an aluminium body weighs 1.35 kilograms. The Ultra Slim is a 13.3 inch 1920 by 1080 FHD display Intel Pentium 4405Y CPU. Only I running. It would be a six six and a third mil. It could, yes, it might be. Uh, the CPU runs at 1.5 gigahertz, slow. A sixty. That's like an atom processor, effectively. Yeah, it's 64 gig eMMC hard drive with SSDs. Fine if you just want a basic little word processor and web browser, would be perfect. Mm. The Ultra Slim Pro has a yeah. Oh, there's more specs there, but who's, who's going to get one of those? Now, what is eMMC? I hear you ask, because this thing doesn't have an SSD drive. It has isn't a, like a. Isn't that like a really bad DJ? <laughs> yes, the MC Hammer. Um, the EMC stands for Embedded Multimedia Card. So an EMMC yeah. drive isn't as... Basically, uh, you know how Sony had their, uh, yeah, flash, flash, whatever yeah. they call them? Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's not a sophisticated internal drive with speeds and features on par with SSDs. So think of how slow, say, an SSD is. Uh, an, uh, 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 an SD card. Yeah, an SD card. That's how fast this this drive well it's, drive it's is. Basically, yeah, it's basically. I mean, the old um, Asus EPC used the same technology. It's it's basically yeah, a Sony memory mm. card. I mean, it's probably now it's going to be quicker than an SD card, but it's def, it's still slower. But on a processor that's at speed anyway, you're not going to notice the difference. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So it's a imagine an SSD card hardwired into your motherboard. That's what it is. All right. Uh, oh, and look, I've got another video before we. I'm going to go quickly through a couple of these stories. We banged on about rubbish for too long. Well, not really. It was interesting, wasn't it? That'd be highly unusual. We never do that. No, that's right. Well, look, how's this one? Apple iPhone this week celebrated its tenth anniversary. What we do. Let me get you a video. Actually, it's, it's funny you should mention that. My sister is complaining that her phone's getting slow. And I said, oh, what have you got? And she goes, oh, the iPhone 1. iPhone 1? Yep, she's still got the very first iPhone. I said, mm. how many batteries should be through that? She goes, oh, none. It's still on its original battery. Oh, geez, I had a 3S. It, it's died long ago. Yeah, Just no, it's died. still... Yeah, right, okay. All right, well, look, I've got a little video, a little bit of a soundbite here of Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, in, uh, he, when he's introducing the, the iPhone for the very first time. Goes for a couple of minutes. I'll, we'll see how he goes. If it gets boring, we'll cut him off. We're introducing three revolutionary products of this class. The black apple the up the back one there is a widescreen iPod with touch controls. I love him. The second is a revolutionary mobile phone. That's what they were after. And the third is a breakthrough internet communications device. 
So, three things. A widescreen iPod with touch controls, a revolutionary mobile phone, and a breakthrough internet communications device. An iPod, a phone, and an internet communicator. An iPod, a phone. Are you getting it? These are not three separate devices. This is one device. Oh, they're loving it. And we are calling it iPhone. Today, today Apple is going to reinvent the phone. Yeah, good luck to him. And, and it reinvent the phone they did. They, uh, they changed the landscape of mobile phones forever. And you seen the prototype of the original iPhone? I was looking at I can't find the story now, but I was looking at it earlier. It was literally a touchscreen, sort of, as in the screen depressed when you touched it, but it literally had phone, contacts, calculator. <laughs> oh, we got to start Three somewhere. Three big square buttons on the screen. That was it. That was what originally it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, you got to start somewhere. But yes. Um, I just want to quickly say too, see, this is the, what we're talking about, these CF Translash cards that mm -hmm. went into the Sony cameras. Oh, yes. what's inside that laptop. Yeah, right. They're the big old cards, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, the Sony, Sony decided, hey, there's a million different formats in the world, let's invent our own. Yeah, well, that's, the, well, that's another format again, because didn't the... The, the duo. Yeah, and then they've also, the Sony come out with something else, the long, the long thin stick. I yeah, it was a duo, wasn't it? No, I think it was called something else, wasn't it? Sony, was it? Sony Long Thin Stick. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> now, I remember had the mini disc as well, but that was a. Yeah, well, no, it was called a. Let me let me Google this. Let me let me Google Sony, Sony Long Thin Stick. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you say so. Just turn it on when you Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it might have just been called the. Is it the, the pro? I think it was the pro duo. No, that's the one. It's just called a memory stick. The memory. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, pro, pro duo. duo. You're right, Will. Yeah, the memory stick. The, you had the standard. You had the standard duo, and then you had the pro duo. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, now look. It, this is a little story before we go, uh, and we'll check in with Will see if he's got any more. But uh, this is, might be something that's coming our way, not probably immediate future, but down the track because it looks like the world's starting to get rid of fm radio so norway is uh controversially going to switch off the fm radio this year uh, experts argue that the change needs to happen because digital radio can carry more channels and has clearer sound well good on those experts they wouldn't they, hopefully they've got no fm radios hanging around everything that's transmitted on fm is transmitted on digital anyway so it's no big deal but not everyone's got a digital so Switzerland, Denmark and the UK are also considering the switch-off. So the shutdown of the FM frequency will start in the northern city of Bodo on the 11th of January. By the end of the year, all national FM broadcasts will end. Cars? Yeah, not, yeah, not everybody's got digital, as you said, but any car in the last 15 years has got one and every aftermarket radio has got one and every phone can listen to it and every computer can listen to it and every TV can listen to it. So 
honestly, how many people do you know have a stereo these days? But like I know stereo. Because yeah, our stereo that we bought for the house, like one of the ones that we got here, is uh, does have a digital radio into it. But there's no yeah. channels. I can't pick nothing up on it. Yeah, there is. You probably haven't got the aerial plugged in. I've plugged it in. Plugged it in the, nice and the digital hard. aerial. Yeah, it's up to your TV aerial. Yeah. Yeah, I plug. Yeah, but well, I'll try it again. I haven't tried it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all your, like your B105s, your triple M's, your 97.3s, your all that. They've all got a digital variant. Because that's what iHeartRadio uses. Mm, I see. But anyway, um, they're saying that you know if you've got a car that doesn't have it, well, there's, there's a there's a there's a dongle you can buy out of that place that makes dongles. And you know what the cool part about the dongles are? What they work off an FM frequency for transmitting to the radio head deck. It'll be fine. It'll be nice and clear. There won't be any interference. Next, there'll be no FM stations. <laughs> <laughs> so the UK switchover won't happen until digital listening reaches 50% um, on the current trajectory. This is expected to happen for between now, sometime between 2018 and 2020. No, UK wants to do it so they can charge them for their license, listening license because they do that with the TV. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a bit tough, isn't it? But anyway. Because uh, they've got to pay for pay TV on top of that. Yeah, At least they've got like... 400 free channels or something stupid like that. They got 400 free channels. No, not, that, not that many, but all their like we've got a you know major pay per view sort of deal thing happening. Whereas most of their stuff is paid with TV license, you have to pay for every year anyway. So mm. most of their content is free. Now look, just I just thought I'd just tell you about those two things that I bought the cassette player and the the 360 um, camera. Look, I did go in after they were say off or out of catalog. And you could, if you ask, they still have some stock out the back in, well, I don't know, most places, but the one I went to, they did. Pardon? If you're lucky. Yeah, apparently uh, they don't send their stuff back. They just keep it and yeah. try and sell it. And but they generally sell it pretty quick and they reduce it if they need to. Mm. Yeah, but most both of these ones, I asked the guy and he goes, let me have a look. And he went out the back and went, well, there you go, aren't you lucky? And I went, thank you very much. It's funny, the why is it the stuff that I want but don't really have time to go and get or can't be bothered sits on the shelf for three months at Audi? The stuff that I really, really want, and I desperately get down there the first five mm. minutes they open after the sale, and they got one in the whole country. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't ring them and ask them to save it either. They don't do that. But yeah, uh, being there, done that, I think with, uh, I don't know, with little Android tablets when they first come out. You know, oh, they... speaking of Android tablets, mm. I got. Cameron, his first tablet. Oh, um, what sort? Just a $30 AliExpress. Yeah. Um, it's actually off wish.com. Right. It's a little $30 thing. It's um, supposed to be seven inch. The whole tablet's seven inch. The screen's like five. Mm. Um, it's got, it's actually not bad. It's, you know, it's an okay processor. It's an okay graphics. The touch screen is like you have to look at it completely straight on otherwise you can't see it oh, um, right is it it's got really good battery life it's got really strong wi-fi yeah um, right and it plays videos okay which is mainly why i bought it just for him to play videos but for 30 bucks he's thrown the thing across the room a couple of hundred times already and it's perfectly fine yeah the cameras are non-existent like it's got a front and a rear-facing camera and you remember back in the day when like the nokia whatever it was 50 5280 or one of the early Nokia's had the very first camera that had like 
12 pixels on it. They must have had some yeah. left over of those. Yeah. <laughs> look, I, look, I, um, look, I might have had some stats on that first iPhone. Hang on a sec. This, uh, I might have just left them off because I couldn't be bothered. Uh, well, it's funny because I know when the first iPhone came out, I had my Nokia N95 and the camera in the N95 at the time was superior to anything else on the market. I don't have the stats on the on that, but uh, yeah, through. Mm. No, but anyway, it was obviously it was uh, pretty pretty poor. But anyway, look where the iPhone is today. All right, nothing uh, changed. It's just bigger. Yeah, not much is going on, but we've we've gone down that path before, so we won't start that at the end of the show. Um, anything else, Will? Uh, nothing super interesting, but um, no, we're waiting for the year to kick are, back into speed. Yeah, we will be doing. We're just trying to find time to do it. We'll be doing an old park geeks soon because obviously I've got some retro tech to talk about now. Um, well, we keep me doing... in the loop, Will. Yeah, shall do. Yeah. We'll be doing the obsidian locks in the next couple of weeks. Don't keep me um, in the loop. There's also <laughs> there's also. I'm sure your 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 um, kids have been interested in it though. Um, yes, yeah. Oh, they they're moving over to Robo blocks. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, and keep. Keep an ear out for a new podcast that's starting. Um, Glenn doesn't even know about this one yet. I do because I listened to the show last week. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it'll be very interesting and it's actually going to be like almost professional like. Oh, no, I don't so... Are you on it? Does that <laughs> I'll mean... be on it occasionally. <laughs> not, not my, it's not my baby, but it's one. I'm sort of a co a co conspirator behind this one. So A co producer. Just add, um, take Eric and then take Mark. Oh God! And, um, add I don't know, you know, probably half a dozen other people similar to that. <laughs> Cram that into about two people, and mm. that will be the show. Well, I can, look, I can tell you now. <laughs> I was at someone's play. I don't know if you've ever heard about this theory that's going around that this guy, well, mate of mine, is trying to make me believe it, which I never will. But have you ever, you, you know, Mark talks about his, his uh, reptile people. You've heard about mm-hmm. that. Now, there's, apparently there's a, a, a fair income group of people that actually do believe that the earth is flat. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people. Where does that come from? I thought that went out in 300 years ago. No, that's called the Flat Earth Society, but there's more to it than that. It's not, it's not quite that. But they're saying that it's flat and yeah. we're not round because, like, if we were round, the water would be dropped off and all this. It's really... did my head in. I couldn't handle it's, it. There's actually a photo of society. It's, it's an actual thing. Um, it's... It's... And it, yeah, it's, it's based on the belief that if it's flat... Um, it's based on conclusions that derived from the Bedford Level experiment, um, which he later explained into a book, proposing the Earth is is a flat disk centered at the North Pole and bounded along its southern edge by a wall of ice with the sun and moon three thousand miles in the cosmos above the Earth. But isn't that weird? Um, yeah, look it Hey Vsauce. My- it's it's actually a relatively new thing. I think it's um started again relatively recently well is the earth actual flat this is the, the, the video that i've just popped up it's got tw- it's had 12 million views my goodness so i don't know but i i, I can't believe it well how can you believe it like 
because you've got satellites and all this sort of stuff and Google's put their balloons up and yeah. you know and they they their their way of thinking is that well it's just, it's just flat I don't We're know both on it. yeah I know it's a... and everyone's telling us lies it's just it's too there's there's too much involved that everyone would be lying to you it's just another one of those I don't know sorry if you believe in it but I think it's just another one of those wacky stories but what what yeah, there's, there's a whole thing I won't get into. But this will be part, this will, believe it or not, actually be something that will be discussed on the show we're talking about. So yeah, well, that's what made me think of it, Will, when you said <laughs> when you said that. So <laughs> um, can't look, wait. There, there, I understand what they're saying. There is some merit to it in when you you listen to what they're saying. Yeah, but it's not true. Uh, no, that's for that's for the experts to decide, I suppose. Are, are you on the? Are you leaning? Are you on the maybe? But that's not the point. It's not about this. It's not based on. It's not my my opinions are relevant. It's based on the facts. So you know, the facts will speak for themselves. But the both sides pretend will say they've got the facts. Well, there's facts, and then there's well, there's science, and then there's pseudoscience. So it's a matter of sorting out what's what. But when, yeah, okay. Well, let's not get into all that. Leave that for this new <laughs> this new thing that you're doing. But you see how very easily a simple little thought. Mm-hmm becomes a very big process yeah That's basically I... what this show is about it's it's the same sort of thing at the start of the show we're going to say that or you know that nasa's actually never never actually taken any any of their photos from space or mm. you know, so well that'll that'll get you going but i think yeah as long as you can you know, you you know can... that um donald trump's you know going to be a great president and Obama wasn't any good and well, it all happens next week, doesn't it, for Trumpy? Yeah. It's all in that, what, next Saturday, I think, the 20th or something. I still can't believe that people that think Obama's done good. He's the only president in American history who has had a war his entire length of office. Yes, yeah, true, but I don't know if he Among other things. But yeah, but I don't know if he, he started it. I think he, he probably... No, he inherited it, but he didn't stop it. No, he didn't know how to finish it. And, uh, oh, look. Yeah, don't get me started on all that either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of here and uh, let's uh, look forward to next week when hopefully there's a bit more news around. I need to quickly say one thing too. Um, I've noticed a couple of comments on, I think it was iTunes, I can't remember where I saw them. People complaining that the show's not necessarily about technology and we're not up to date and we're not keeping with the trends and we don't know what we're talking about. At the end of the day, this show is actually for us. realistically mm. we enjoy doing it we love doing it we love communicating with you guys we love having fun um we love the audience we have that listens to us you know that and and whether or not we're, we're not you know there's a million shows out there you can watch that are specifically technology technology shows they'll go into depth they'll explain it they'll go into detail blah 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 at the end of the day at least myself i'm, I'm here to enjoy what i do because that's the only reason we do it we don't get paid for it we're not sponsored We've got none of the perks that a lot of the other shows have. We're here because we enjoy it and we enjoy doing it. So, um, to be quite frank, I don't care. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I think I did. I think I did. I had read that comment. I was. I think I, was, I wanted to read it out on the show a couple of weeks ago, but something happened and I didn't get around to it or something. But some of them are funny, you know. Yeah, oh, some of them. Are. The ones that bag is real hard are funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, a lot of them are clearly trolls, and I don't have a problem with that. That's that's what the internet's about. 
But there's some people who seem to be offended by the fact that we're not a professional podcast. Mm. But like, and also you go, you go into these. You, know, you can on iTunes, you can click into the person and see their ratings on other shows. Okay. Yeah, and and you see what other shows they've rated and reviewed, and most of the time. These people just got unhappy lives. They don't like anything. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. I've watched over 20,000 podcasts and not one of them satisfied my inner desires. That's right. So um, <laughs> if you don't like it, don't vote for it. So, But if you do, castawayawards.com.au forward slash vote. All right. Subscribe on YouTube and click the like button or click the dislike button. I don't care because both of them show up in the search results and it makes us higher up in the ranking. So that's right. Even them. that negative comment on iTunes, they're all pushing us up. So good that's on right, you. exactly. So keep it up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Will. We'll uh, hopefully see you next week. No and, uh, worries, mate. Try and stay cool. I'll see you like 40 degrees next week, hopefully. Oh, I don't know how you do it. I think it's, it's not that hot down here. It's about probably about 30. So, yeah, it's not 40. Thank goodness. All right. So don't forget, athwebhosting.com.au. Look out for Will's uh, Obsidian Loft and hopefully I'll fight geeks pretty soon. And the Aussie Max Zone, which comes out Facebook Live. They've got to do it on Facebook Live because uh, got the Michael's got the NBN. So how lucky is he? And uh, to be able to do that, because we tried Facebook Live again the other week, Will, and, uh, oh, you might have been here. And, I, well, me, I couldn't do it. They just kept dying. Yeah, so I, I can, but as I said, a lot of it comes down to the congestion of the mm. overseas servers. Mm. No good. All right. Thanks, All right. guys, for listening. And uh, if you're on the video, thanks for watching. And uh, we'll hope to be seen and heard again soon. So till then, uh, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. On the flip side.